This is Mona Lisa Baseball, Season 3, Episode 1. We're two full years into the show. How are you feeling about baseball? I'm going to give you a little backstory. Several years ago, I heard the journalist Chris Broussard ask a question. It's a pretty simple question. Why can't baseball change? That's kind of why I started by asking, how are you feeling about it? I can't fathom what's happened in the last two years. It hurts. It's sickening. There's a bit of a train wreck feeling. I have to admit that somehow I'm more excited about this year than last year, even though it sickens me to a degree I couldn't even have guessed. (laughs) So I started the show. I couldn't not say anything any longer. I'd been taking notes, and finally, if I got my dates right, March 14th, 2021, I recorded my first episode. Now, the purpose was to answer Chris Broussard's question. Why can't baseball change? So I crafted a nine-episode season one answering his question. So if you got any curiosity towards what was said, go back to season one, hear the whole thing. It's just me. All nine episodes were one take. And I got to say everything I wanted to say. So let's move on. So I wrote some lists recently. Just jotting things down. Trying to keep it pretty simple. Probably could have written 100 things. But I sat down, busted out some lists. I want to share some of these concepts with you. List number one. Things that have already been lost. Okay, so this is going to involve all the things in the recent years that have changed a little, kind of off of the classic baseball that's been played, you know, pretty much from 1920s and up. Been played pretty similar, pretty similar for 100 years. Here's some things that I came up with. Number one, just leapt out of my brain right onto the page. Watching pure baseball on TV without a computer telling you what a strike is. I cannot stress to you how much I hate this box. And I'll just put it this way. If you go look at highlights, what highlights do you like watching more? The ones where there's a box or no box? Do you really think that the TV experience is enriched by having a box that doesn't exist? The only thing it did is it picked on the umpires in a way that it's only a strike if the box says so. Let me remind you that the rule book states it's the umpire's interpretation of the strike zone. And you know what? If you got two strikes and it's an inch off the plate, get the fucking bat off your shoulder. I remember being taught that in Little League. Swing the bat. Working the count is cool. But it was uh, two and a half inches above my belt. There's no way that's a strike. No, you should swing the bat. Protect the plate. Remember hearing that one? You got to protect the plate with two strikes. Moving on. The next one. The drama of the play on the field without having to pause to confirm the call on replay. Think about this one. Think about what we've lost from watching a baseball game live. Instead of getting the automatic reaction from the umpire and knowing how the play stands, we have to wait. 
We have to wait for New York to tell us what actually happened. Do you think that's fun for the fans? We're so afraid about these natural pauses in the game. How about that pause? How about that five-minute break? He actually was safe. The umpire thought he was safe, and he actually was. So now we can resume the game. How many people do you think tune off the TV at that point? They're like, I'm not going to wait. I don't know how long New York's going to take. I don't want to see another Coors commercial. Think about what we're losing there. Think about that one. It's pretty important. Things that have already been lost. Being able to properly boo the opposing team for intentionally walking your star. Now, obviously, this one applies much more to the fan that's in the stands. It's a chicken shit way to play the game, but I understand that it's necessary or strategically wise at times. But if your star gets intentionally walked too often, it's pretty lame. It kind of goes against the point of the sport, the mono e mono. Pitch the fucking guy. Don't you think that adds a little humanity to the game when you're there? 40 to 60,000 people. Boo! You ever been to a game where your star gets intentionally walked more than once in one game? You know how dumb that is? You have to let the other team know. But instead, with a snap of the fingers, they go to first base. And if you were blinking, you might boo, but it might not even make sense anymore. It wouldn't make sense anymore. Allow the 30 seconds for the intentional walk so you can boo the shit out of the other team. Let them hear it. Things that have already been lost. Being able to boo the umpire because of instant replay. You can't boo New York. Let's take that one over to New York. So if you don't like the call, instead of getting to interact with the players on the field, with the managers, with the umpire by booing them, it wouldn't make any sense whatsoever to boo because it doesn't matter what the ump said because they're going to replay it. Do you think that makes attending a game more fun? Next one, a ball player exercising their full baseballness in trying to convince the umpire what happened with on-field actions. You might not think so. All the little things that a ball player does growing up playing, it was enacted so that it could convince the umpire. Once it becomes a what actually happened sort of thing, the ball players basically cannot, by definition, play with as much flair because a little computer is going to pick up things that an umpire won't. Now, if you're a person that's overly concerned with what actually happened on the field and doesn't give a rat's ass about a game that's being played and the humanity of baseball, then I could see you thinking I'm an idiot. You're like, hey, the call should be the correct one every time whatever happened on the field. What I'm telling you is we're going to lose the things that make baseball the best by trying to perfect it. When I go to a game, there's going to be at least one time in the game where I boo the umpire, and it feels good. That helps with the home field advantage when entire stadiums or ballparks are booing the ump in unison 
that affects the umpire's brain. That's part of the experience. It's why you want to go to a game. You're involved. You're not on the field playing, but you still get to be involved. That's fun. It's one of the great reasons to go to a game. I'm in there. I saw it. I was part of it. Think how much Jeffrey Mayer got involved. Kind of in the same vein. The next one, a manager giving the ump hell for a missed call. With instant replay, what's Earl Weaver going to run out of the dugout and get an ump's face for now? You think you're ever going to see a manager kicking dirt on an umpire again? Pulling a Pinella, picking up first base and chucking it? Do you know how much the fans at the game love that? Do you think anyone watching the game on TV would turn the game off when a manager's going crazy in an ump's face, turning the hat backwards? Think anyone's going to turn the channel? Stripping all of this out. We're only halfway through. Chocolate malts. Where the fuck are my chocolate malts? They're not in San Francisco. I can't find them. Every game I went to as a kid, teenager, young adult, guaranteed chocolate malt in my face, dripping in my lap. I can't find one anymore. What is this boutique bullshit that you get at games now? Oh, and it's only $18.50. How about a $3 chocolate malt? How's that? Okay, I'm going to name one name, but it's obviously more broad than this. Madison Bumgarner proving he's the better all-around pitcher. Now, you could write a lengthy book on this topic alone, even if it wasn't about Bumgarner. Do you understand what we've done to one of the nine positions on the field? We've stripped it of its ability to play the well-rounded game of baseball. Everybody plays offense. Everybody plays defense. Let's take a shortstop, okay? Let's take two shortstops and compare them to one another. One is really, really good in the field. The other one, you know what? Just as good in the field. Just as good. Shortstop A is a good hitter. Shortstop B is a wonderful hitter. Who are you going to take? Who's more well-rounded? Why doesn't that apply to the pitcher? I don't know. Ask the American League. Well, now you can ask the National League too. Why isn't that important? Why is Madison Bumgarner getting shit on more than every other player when it comes to taking, hitting, pitching out of the ballgame? Shohei's doing fine. Shohei's the closest thing to Babe Ruth since Babe Ruth. He seems to have figured it out. But it shouldn't just be Shohei. You shouldn't have to be a goddamn MVP to get to bat if you're a pitcher. Bumgarner lost out on one of the things that made him so great. Every time he went up against the opposing pitcher, he had an advantage offensively, which gave him an advantage as a pitcher. Pitchers aren't meant to play only defense because it's baseball. Play real baseball. Things that have already been lost. An extra inning marathon. You don't always need these. And I've talked to a lot of people that said, you know what? I thought it was stupid at first, but now I like it. This ghost runner on second. Okay, that's fine. It's not baseball. Pretty special things can happen in those late innings. 
Not everyone stuck around to stay at the stadium. Not everyone stuck around to watch on TV. But that's when some really special things can happen. The first one that comes to mind, in my mind, is watching a 19-inning game probably 30 to 35 years ago with my grandpa. And Jose Akendo comes in and I'll just say the 17th inning and got a strikeout or two throwing like 64 miles an hour. And the 2,000 fans in the stand were loving it. That's gone. How about a manager showcasing their double switch knowledge? Gone. Ask Dusty Baker what he liked more. Being able to manage the National League, how all that stuff shakes out, trying to outmanage your opponent. Eh, don't need that anymore. Pitchers don't bat, don't need it. Who needs a double switch? Not important. How about this one? This one's another write a book on it topic. Things that have already been lost. Real meaning in winning your division. Where it means something. Where if you don't win your division, you don't go to the postseason. You have to win your division. I just don't understand how people don't see the connection between soon-to-come dismal regular season that almost means nothing. When you got the best teams, the best teams won't play as hard because they're already in the playoffs. Do you get it? Do you see how that could be damaging to the sport where they just put it in cruise control all of late August and September? The best teams. And in late September, that's when you want to see teams playing the hardest, moving into October, resting their stars. Think that's good for the game? This one could be the most important. It probably is. If you want to get to the heart of everything, everything that baseball stands for, I think this one's probably the most fucked up out of all of them. Listen to my words. This is what's already been lost. A close play at the plate to win a game. Now you are forced to cheer not at the play, but at the replay results. So you're going to hold in your cheers and see what New York says instead of watching the umpire's arms fly his hands in opposite direction, going safe, and you get to leave the ballpark on a walk-off play at the plate. Gone. That's gone from baseball. Do you understand why my voice is getting riled up? You're taking out the best things. You've already taken them out. That's gone. You won't get to be at a park and have that feeling ever again. It's out of the game. Am I being overly dramatic? I don't think so. And if you get to be at a game that ends at a close play at the plate, let's just go ahead and trust our goddamn umpires instead of asking New York. Well, not so fast. Don't celebrate yet. In three to six minutes, you'll get to celebrate. Do you think that car ride home can feel as good? Oh, they actually did win. That matches the drama? Sickening. You know what else has been lost? The sacredness of the field. During game on-field interviews. 
people asking stupid questions to pros that don't want to answer them. How did you feel when you caught the ball? Do you think that is good journalism? How did it feel when you were rounding the bases? Let me see. It was a really great feeling and I loved it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's journalism. It's good stuff. The field is for the players, the umps, the coaches, that sacred space. Maybe some photographers, but you don't get photographers interrupting the game and asking stupid questions. What kind of self-respecting athlete would want to answer a question from a journalist during a game? That's for post-game. Pre-game, fine. During the game, hell no. You want to know why it feels like people don't care about baseball as much? People care about baseball less because baseball is less and less like itself than it ever has been. It's switching away the most important things. Thinking you're going to get television revenue from it. Good luck with that. How about losing this one? Having first row seats on the field and catching a foul ball. Or leaning over and grabbing a foul ball. Gone. You pay for those front row seats, you're not getting a foul ball, period. You got nets now. No, no. Don't bring your glove. Don't pay attention to the game. We're going to cover that for you and go ahead and put up a net. Now you can't get smashed in the face. You don't even have to watch. You won't get hit. Isn't that convenient? What's more fun for a kid? When dad catches a ball and hands it to him? Or dad was going to catch a ball and net grabbed it. Mm, This one's a good one. The catcher putting down fingers for signs. I don't know if that's completely gone out of the game, but it's on its way out. Computers in the ears. Cool. The relationship between the catcher and the pitcher. Mm Mm-hmm. Good one. So tech. Baseball is so tech now. It's so much better. So smooth. All right. The final one on the list here that I took from the middle and put at the end because this one might be the, well, it it brings out the most emotion in me. Things that have already been lost. A non-slugging kid getting to pitch and hit in the same game. Good job, Major League Baseball. Everyone below you follows what you're doing. So now kids don't get to pitch and hit in the same game. That's a lot of fun. I got to do that Every single game that I pitched. And guess what? If the coach would have said, do you want to pitch or hit today? I would have never pitched because I loved hitting, but I love pitching too. Can't make it an option. Baseball players play both ways. Play real baseball. All right. That's that list. Now this one's quite a bit shorter. A little bit different. Things that are about to be lost starting this year. Let's start right off with knowing what a true base dealer is without a rule to influence them. Ricky Henderson's record, Lou Brock, Ty Cobb, all the great base dealers, they mean less now. Because if this rule stands, these new pickoff rules that try to convince teams that it's a good idea to steal bases instead of just drafting the people that do that and watching the audience love it. Baseball is known for years that people love stolen bases. 
Yet for some reason, they only draft people or only want people that hit home runs. People love home runs. It's not a one-sided game. There's a million and one reasons to love baseball. It's not just home runs. I shouldn't be the one that has to tell you this. Okay. (laughs) Could it hurt any more than this one? This is about to be lost. You are a month away from losing this, and that's if you're ignoring spring training. True freedom on defense. Can you believe this? There wasn't a rule that needed to be implemented. When I hear journalists that have 100,000 listeners, a million listeners that aren't what I consider real baseball fans telling the sport what they should do, and this is part of it, I want to vomit in their face. Previously, the only thing you needed to have was a pitcher and catcher and every other of the positions, the seven other people could play wherever they wanted. That's called freedom. Can't do that anymore. Nope. Out of baseball. You know what that means? If you want to play a deep second base because this lefty hits the ball really hard, but he's kind of slow, and you want to play him maybe 10 feet on the grass, you can't. There's a rule against that now. There's a rule that takes away freedom on defense. We're one month from that. Gear up. Now all those people get to say, oh, that's a real hit. Gone starting this year. A game uninfluenced by a clock. If you've been a baseball person your whole life and you want to know more about it, go back and read books that people have written about baseball. Really respected people. People that you can tell love the game as much or more as you do. They almost all say it universally. One of the reasons why it's so great is it's not dictated by a clock. All the in-between times are what make it lovely, what build suspense. A game uninfluenced by a clock, gone in one month. How about this one for strategy? A slugger choosing to beat the shift by an opposite field approach. Mm, Nope. Nope. Don't have to now. There used to be strategy involved in defense. And if someone always hits it to one side of the diamond, you could stack it because that's what defenses do. They do whatever they can do to outsmart the offense. Think about that in basketball or hockey. What if a player always went to the same position and you weren't allowed to guard them there? Think about it. You're not allowed to be there as a defender. Well, why not? I'm defending the guy with the ball. Nope, can't do that now. Ooh, here's what we're losing. How how ugly is this one going to get? You're about to lose a pure, beautiful uniform. You got advertisements on the uniform because baseball is self-destructing. So we're going to muddy those up. How ugly? I, I just can't wait to see how ugly the classic Yankee home uniform can get by smearing advertisements on them. I hope they don't, but it could get really ugly. Love this one. This is what you're not going to ever see again. Maybe. I suppose it's possible. Anything's possible. A bunt double. Ever seen one? Well, the shift helps that quite a bit. It's a way to combat the shift. I saw Robinson Cano do it. Lefty. 
laid a pretty strong bunt towards third base, poured down first base, slammed into second. That's a double. Double in the box scores. See, that's strategy. But if you don't have freedom on defense, that extinguishes. It's a strategy combating a strategy, but now that's gone. Fine for 100 years, but now it's gone. The defense outsmarting the hitter. That's gone. The offense outsmarting the defense. Gone. There hasn't been enough time to even... I mean, this was a pretty small list. I bet I could quadruple this in size with a little more thought. But let's be really, really careful and remember that America loves the train wreck. Think back to reality TV becoming a big thing and your sister, your mom, your uncle, whoever it may be, your roommate, you'll ask them, why would you watch this filth? this useless filth that's wasting your time, and you'd hear that answer, it's so bad I have to watch. So let's remember, if ratings go up a tick this year, that's kind of an American thing. Now, like I said, I don't know what's going to happen with this. This might turn into the most exciting, popular game that's ever happened, and it could totally catch on I don't think that's going to happen. I think everything that I've talked about is warning you against the ship that's sinking. And you got to leave that possibility that it gets (laughs) better. It just doesn't seem possible after going through all that. There was one more thing I wanted to get to, but I know it'll take too long. I'm not going to do it this episode, but I want to tell you that season three has begun. I am on the case. If you agree with any of the things I'm saying, I'll tell you what I'm doing. You come up with your own way to do something. But when I go to a game and I do plan on going to a game this year, chances are it'll be a Giants game. When the DH comes up for their first at bat of the home team, I will stand up and boo like I've never booed before and chant the words, play real baseball. I want people to hear it. If you want to follow me on that, then do it. If you guys are as pissed off as I am about what you're seeing, what you're hearing is happening right now, I want to see people doing something about it. I got a bunch of text messages. I think it was yesterday and the day before that spring training games are ending on pitch clock violations. A game ending with inaction. What are we doing here? Judging outcomes of games without on-field action? We're an army. Let's do something about it. Think about it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do to combat this bullshit? Maybe they'll just call it something else. It's not baseball. This isn't baseball. What's happening right now. These last two years since I started this show are the worst thing that's happened to baseball since I don't know when. I think it's way worse than the steroid era. Because that can correct itself naturally. 
Hey, scouts. Hey, teams. Instead of switching the rules, why don't you draft players that fans like? Why don't you draft people that are fast, that steal bases, that hit it in the gaps, that play good defense? Hey, pitching coaches. Hey, managers. Do you know what cool wins are? Do you know what fans want to see? They want to see the best pitcher on the team going more than five innings. They want to see a nine-inning shutout by their horse. They don't give a flying fuck about the statistics. Cool wins. It means something. So instead of switching the rules, do something a little different. The baseball world is telling you home runs are cool, but there's a lot more to love about baseball than just the home runs. And let's get some real venues. Not just how much money can we make from this venue. How about Juan Gonzalez saying he didn't want to play for the Tigers because the fences were too long and you're a slugger? Go home, buddy. You're roided out anyway. Go ahead, look into the old stadiums. Look at the dimensions. See how often you see things over 430. A deep right center, 430. Yankee Stadium left center, 461. Think how that could stretch out the field. More extra base hits. Not this joke of a ballpark in Houston. Left and right field, super short porch. And then bring in center field. Bring it in 25 feet. Get your greedy little forceps off of Mona Lisa's face. She was made perfect. Baseball is perfect. Baseball was perfect. Baseball proved it over 100 years. It's had its faults. It fixed its own problems. It fixed the glitch. That's all I got to say. This is Mona Lisa Baseball. Peace. He actually was safe. You're not on the field playing, but you still get to be involved. Shouldn't have to be a goddamn MVP to get to bat if you're a pitcher. You're roided out anyway. Where the fuck are my chocolate malts? You want to know why it feels like people don't care about baseball as much? People care about baseball less because baseball is less and less like itself than it ever has been.